All right, guys, I just want to open up in prayer real quick. Father God, I just we just love you, Jesus. You are so amazing, God. And it's amazing that you loved us first, Jesus. That, uh, that we, we're not reaching out to you. You came to earth and you pursued us. Whoa. Far out, God. You're beautiful. We just love you. Yeah, just I pray you'd speak to these beautiful people, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Look at you guys. Wow, it's a real honor to be sharing with you. Hey, I, I, I never take it for granted. I just know how much God loves you. And I guess it's like, whoa. Like, yeah, just blessed to be with you right now. Um, so I'm talking about uh, miracles and healing. And basically, uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be speaking about. Number one is love, which was awesome what Marshall shared. Uh, that Without love, like the Bible says, faith works through love. So I don't think faith works without love. Um, that's, that's just what the word says. Faith is the second thing, which I think faith is just seeing God. It's just seeing God. That's what faith really is. It's, and, then I, and then the third thing is just laying hands. Jesus said lay hands. And, and, that's, that, and if you disagree with it, take it up with Jesus because that's what he said. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's my thing. He said lay hands. And, and the fourth one is expect. Expect that you're going to receive it. Um, and then I want to, hopefully if there's time, I'll talk about the, the, the main roadblocks, I believe, are fear and not, not knowing the will of God. So those are the two kind of roadblocks that I want to talk about. Uh, so number one, uh, yeah, faith working through love. Galatians 5 verse 6 says that, that uh, in, in the Passion it says, all that matters now is living in the faith that is activated and brought to perfection by love. It's possible to do miracles and prophecy and healings without the love of God in your heart, without even knowing Jesus. Jesus says that in Matthew 7, that many people will come to me in the last day and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we do many wonders in your name? And Jesus says to them, Depart from me, I never knew you. Yeah. It's profound. So the name of Jesus will still work, but you, it, it's of no benefit to you. The only thing that perfects your faith is love. But the interesting thing about love is you need to be brought to wholeness. You can't wholly love until you become made whole in God's love. And sitting in the love of God is really the key um, yeah, and 1 Corinthians 13 says, you know, if you had all faith to move mountains, but have not love, you are nothing. Yeah. You, you are nothing. So it's not about pursuing faith. It's about love. And then love is the context of faith. Yeah. And that's where right. you, that, like there's grip. God's grip is all over it. But Jesus' name will still work. Like you can still just say Jesus, have no love in your heart, and, and his kingdom loves that person so much that he'll heal them. Yeah. Yeah. But it means you don't get any benefit. You don't grow. You don't get any of the joy that, that is reserved for the saints. Yeah. Um, and the, the beautiful thing is that this is why I want to transition from love to faith. That faith is simply seeing God. And it's about having a pure heart. Because just like Marshall started talking about the Beatitudes there, you know, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Well, later it says, 
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And, and I'm telling you guys, like Job 19, he says, in my flesh I will see God. And, and, and it's, this, it's this thing of, without the being pure of heart, you can't see him. So the only way you can be pure of heart is if you're whole in his love. Right? Because if I don't know I'm loved by God, then I need your love. If I don't know I'm called by God, then I need you to tell me, oh, you've got the call of God in your life. Really? Like, no, I need to know that from God. I, I need to sit with the Lord and go, do you love me? And to this day, my most powerful prayer, even though I've seen legs grow, I've seen all sorts of miracles. To this day, my most powerful prayer that I've ever prayed is, hey, God. Hey, God, I just want to be with you. I'm telling you, that, that is my most powerful, my biggest secret weapon, is that prayer. Just, I just want to be with you. Like even in there, I was praying, and sometimes you get caught up in worship. No, God, I just want to be with you. And, and as I sit in his presence, as I sit in his love, his presence is just saying, I want to be with you, Joe. I want to be with you, Josiah. And it's like he's giving me a hug, man. And then I'm loved up by God, and now I don't need you. So I can love you, because I don't need you. So it's not, I love you, do you love me back? Because I don't need to hear that. If you, get a, if you say I love you to someone and then you get angry at them because they didn't say it back, that's not love, that's selfishness. You were, you were hoping to say it to get it back. But true love doesn't seek its own. So the love of God, but you can't have that unless you're loved up, filled up in His love. So guys, that's so important. I'm telling you, it's all love, man. The, the rest comes. The rest comes. Um, and, and really, guys, the pure in heart, once, you're, once you, he loves you so much, the pure in heart will see God. And once you see God, you're overcome by what you see. And it doesn't matter what's presented before you in the natural because you see God in your spiritual eye. And you're encouraged no matter what. In life, there's always two options. You're either, you either look with your natural eye and you're discouraged. You got cancer, you got pain, you got... Uh, a leg issue. But what if you see God in your spiritual eye? You'll always be encouraged. Yeah. That God has put courage in you. And, and, and that's really the key, guys. Um, and, and faith is, in Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1, it says, it's the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. And the biggest conviction of things not seen is the invisible God. The invisible God. And Jesus is the visible image of the invisible God. He's the exact impression of the, design, of the divine nature. If you want to know the will of God, look at Jesus. He reveals the will of God. And that's what faith is. It's seeing God. It's seeing Him. Do you see Him? Because it doesn't matter what you're faced with. It doesn't matter if a doctor comes up to me and says, Hey, Josiah, you've got cancer. You've got three months to live. I can look at that doctor and say, Doctor, I see those scans. They don't make any sense to me, honestly. I'm just looking at a bunch of blobs with this radar thing or whatever. But there's something that I see that you haven't mentioned. I see Him. Amen. I, see the, I see the Lord of Heaven's right. armies. I see the God of the universe. And, and I see Him and His cancer's going. And it's, it's not about what you see with your natural eye. It's about always seeing God. Um, 
And that's, that's what I, I didn't know that I was a man of faith. Like people would always say, oh, do you have the gift of faith? I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I just, I just hang out with Jesus and see him. And then this theologian came to, like, the church one day, and I, I was talking to him, and he's, I'm like, yeah, man, I just see God. He's like, that is faith. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm a man of faith. I just see God. Whoa, this is amazing. Um, and, and something, if you, were, if you were there on Wednesday, Shane Willard spoke. And uh, if you got his teaching on the Lord's Prayer, it's just amazing. If you look into the, the Hebrew meaning of that, that, that phrase, our Father who art in heaven. That means our source, our dad, who, who art. And the word heaven there is a Hebrew word that means immediate atmosphere, the air that you're breathing. It isn't the distant heaven. It's actually the heaven right here. And, and, and when you pray, our Father who's closer to me than the air that I breathe, that changes how you, how you walk through this life. Because He's close to you. He's intimate. He wants to be with you. That Jesus is with you. And, and that's the interesting thing. The, the most commonly quoted scripture in all the Bible, commandment, is do not fear. It occurs 365 times in the, in the Bible. One for every day. And it says in 90% of the time it's followed, do not fear, and it's followed by, for the Lord your God is with you. So it's the, it's the presence of God, Him being with you, that, that gets rid of fear. That's what gets rid of the fear. Um, and, 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 and that's the antidote to fear, knowing He's with you. Just becoming aware of His presence. Thank you, God. You're closer to me than the air that I breathe. Um, the, the third thing I want to talk to you about is laying hands. Now, I just say, listen, like the first time I, I read this, like I was, I was at a serve, I, I saw this car pulled over on the side of the road in Reedy Creek. And I'm like, God, do you want me to stop? Yes, okay. And it's these four Aboriginal guys. And I was honestly scared. They're all smoking cigarettes. And I'm going, oh my gosh, here we go. So I actually only, I keep my door locked and I kept the car in gear. And I just rolled the window down this much. And I'm going, hey, you know, how are you guys doing? And they're like, oh man, we ran out of gas. I'm like, oh, jump in, man. I'll buy you a tank of gas. And they're like, whoa. And I bought them some food and gave them some money. And they're like, why are you doing this? I'm like, I don't know, man. Two years ago, I was breaking into houses, stealing, fighting, drunk in school. Jesus changed my life. Now I actually love people. I love you. They're like, what the heck? And I'm like, oh, all four of these guys, like, we just prayed in the side of the road. They all received Jesus. It was just phenomenal. And, and then we get to the Reedy Creek uh, McDonald's Caltex, and I'm going, do you guys need healing for anything? And this guy, Will, he's like, he's got a, I've got a cancerous lump right here. And the doctor's giving me three months to live. And I'm like, I was just watching a program today on TV. Kelly Slater's dad just died of that like, like a week ago. He had a bump. And I was like, what, what are the odds of this? I'm like, listen, man, this might not make sense. But Jesus told me to touch people. Is it okay if I just touch you? Like, okay, go ahead. And I just touched his forehead. And I just said, cancer, go. And, and, and I just started, maybe a 30-second prayer. And I start talking and going on. And then five minutes later, his body's like, Will, Will, your bump's gone. And he's, what the flip? And the bump was gone. And Will, Will called me 10 days later going, Josiah, I don't know what just happened. I just saw the oncologist. All the tests came, came back. The cancer's completely gone. It's so good, man. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and and, and I, I, it might not make sense to you, but Jesus said, lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. Mark 16, 18. So it, it doesn't matter what I believe. If he's my God, I say, you're right, I'm wrong. 
Like if ever I come across a Bible verse that doesn't make sense to me, I repent. Like if, if I think, I'm like, oh, well, you're God. You must be smarter than me. So that's probably right. Like it might not make sense to me, but far out. Okay. I lay hands on the sick. They're going to recover. Cool. Awesome. And, 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 and there's something in the laying on of hands. Uh, the other one is being expectant. This is uh, my fourth point, being expectant. Mark 11, verse 24 says, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Yeah. And, and, and that is so key. And to me, if you, if you read the miracles of Jesus, he actually often got people to do something. Go wash in the Jordan. Uh, you know, like, or, or Peter said, pick up your mat and walk. Or, you know, stretch forth your hand. Or there was usually this activation. And for me, I find it really easy to pray for people. But I find it way harder and way more confronting to ask them a question expecting change. And that, to me, is actually a bigger release of faith than the prayer. Because that's really, you're going, hang on, no, I'm actually expecting change. Or we've just prayed for your arm. Move it around. What's different? And, and I'm telling you, right. when people hear you ask that question, they're going, oh my God, he's expecting something to happen here. It's, yeah. not, just, it's not just a nice gesture at that point. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not just this nice, oh, what a nice gesture. He wanted to pray for me. Yeah. It's actually like, no, I'm expecting change. Um, and my last point is knowing the will of God. And people treat the will of God like a hot potato, like, Oh, we don't know. Is it God's will for this sickness? Is it God? Is it not? Um, you know, and, and it's this hard thing. And, and because, of, because of that, Christians struggle to pray. Like, like, if I don't believe it's God's will for resurrection, how can I pray for that resurrection? Do you know what I mean? If I'm thinking the Lord called him home, or well, I can't pray for that. Does that make sense? And it robs me of my faith. So if, I, if I'm believing something about the will of God that is robbing me of faith, it's actually counterproductive. And it says in Ephesians 5.17, Do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And we have an entire New Testament to tell us God's will over healing and miracles. And there was only one time in all of Scripture that the disciples prayed for someone, the epileptic boy in Matthew 17, Luke 9, and Mark 9. The disciples prayed he wasn't healed. And he said, and then Jesus came and healed the boy. So was it the will of God? It was. Right? Even though the disciples prayed, he wasn't healed, Jesus came and healed him. So it was the will of God. And that's the only time in Scripture that happened. And it was the will of God. And that's the, it's an interesting thing, but um, yeah, I, 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 I've run out of time here, but I can talk to you guys about that in great detail. I believe Healing is the will of God, yes. always. I believe even resurrection. I don't even believe death is the will of God. Right? I believe death is a result of sin. Right. And, and in, it, there was no death in the beginning. There was no, there's no death in the end. Yeah. Revelation says death is the final enemy of God that will be swallowed up yeah. forever. Right. So far from being God's will, it's an enemy of God, Revelation right. says. Yeah. So how can we believe it's His will? Does that make sense? Yeah. It's, it's actually a departure from life. We were created for life. But if I don't believe that, how do I pray for resurrection? Jesus commanded me to raise the dead. 
He rose the dead. He himself was risen from death, conquering it. He has the power over life and death. And we need to believe this stuff, otherwise we can't, we can't pray with faith. And guys, um, I've gone one minute over time. It's 16 minutes. We've got three minutes and 53 oh, seconds yes. of activation time. So who needs uh, healing in here? Who needs healing? All right, just come, just come right up. Just come right up here if you can, if you need healing. And guys, I'm not going to uh, pray. I want someone who feels stirred up right now by something I said. I want you to just come up and lay hands and believe Jesus right now. And we're just going to get a report. So just come right on up. Pick someone. God doesn't discriminate. No, no. Oh, I don't know if people are coming up for healing or prayer. So face this way if you need healing. This way if you are praying. Yeah. Um, so who, who wants to come out? I want you with some of the young ones. Matisse, come on up. You're free. You're free. Help me, Jesus. Just right now, if you didn't come up, just check your body right now. If you had pain, 
and just, I don't know, just check that area. I believe God, God heals just because he's God, you know? Um, would anyone want to share what God did? did? Did anyone have a change in their body? Put your hand up if you had a change in your body. Um, what, want to stand up just quickly tell us? So what? Well, I felt something change inside my head um, that I could not walk for at least uh, 20, 20 weeks, you know. Oh, wow. And um, and uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I got healed up on my hip and I, I couldn't even walk. Come on. See, so your hip has no pain. Wow. 20 weeks of pain. Jesus, that's cool. Anybody else had change in their body? Anybody else felt something? Yeah. 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 Loosening my my neck's been quite tight, so my, yeah. Anytime my headache goes, it's getting better. So wow. Headache lifted, so Headache's good. gone. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Anybody else had a, felt something? Uh, could do something they couldn't do. Any anybody else want to put their hand up? Yep.